Hello? I said even louder. Chris? One sec. She shuffled the phone and turned down the music. Dude, how do you even hear the phone ringing with the music that freaking loud? I asked. Save it. What's up? Are you busy? Nope. I have to show houses around three o'clock, but right now I'm just taking things to the post office. Well, I wanted to talk to you about something, but I don't want you to overreact or read too deeply into it, I warned. What happened? Her curiosity peaked. So the other day when I took Steph and Maria to that meet and greet thing at the mall, I accidentally left my iPod on the signing table. I went back to the lost and found to get it, and it turned out someone had picked it up and left a cell number for me. Are you wasting my time with a Gita story? she asked with a hint of irritation in her voice. I laughed. Gita was notorious for talking up a situation prior to relating its events in such a manner that made the actual story incredibly anticlimactic. Essentially, she was a shittiest storyteller. Just give me a second. So I called the number and left a voicemail, and the dude called me back last night. We had a nice conversation, and he text-messaged me this morning. Whoa, you have a crazy stalker? Awesome! Are you going to mess with him? She asked in amusement. I paused for effect. See, none of that is what makes the story interesting. What makes it interesting is, the dude who took my iPod is that Thomas guy from the movie dead silence. What? she whispered. Rendering Hannah speechless already earned me a pat on the back. Thomas, the actor-slash-ghost, took my iPod. We talked on the phone last night and texted each other this morning. Are you fucking kidding me? she shrieked. Her voice had risen with each subsequent word so that by the time she finished, all I could hear were shrill reverberations in the phone. Dude, you don't need to yell. Tell me everything. Don't spare a single detail, she demanded. Hannah and I were wont to psychoanalyze everything about men in the obsessive fashion of women everywhere— Gita gave us much-needed balance because she thought wasting time pondering the words and actions of men was basically the equivalent of learning how to make poop edible. At the end of the day, it didn't change the fact that it was still poop. Gita was honestly more like a guy than most guys I knew. If I told Gita this story, she would probably say, That's nice, C. Now get back to work. I related the events in superfluous detail— She gasped and echoed my statements at all the appropriate intervals. I think he likes you, she stated with certainty. Well, it doesn't really matter now, does it? I responded testily. I had already known she was going to say that, but for some reason it made me even more uncomfortable to hear the words in actuality. Why the hell not? she insisted. In case you've forgotten, he's a movie star. I'm not Cinderella, nor am I Julia Roberts from Pretty Woman. I never wanted to be. Plus, he doesn't strike me as the type of guy who wants a project, I stated with complete honesty. Christina, don't be too judgmental. That's funny coming from you. 
If I told you he was a recovering heroin addict, you'd be urging me to call 911 so the police could be dispatched for the dual purpose of retrieving my iPod and making sure he wasn't using again. Now, that's not fair. Honestly, if he works in Hollywood, he could be a recovering heroin addict, too. Thomas, the actor, slash, ghost, slash, possible heroin addict, she deadpanned. We both laughed. So what are you going to do? she asked. I don't know. I was thinking, is it outrageous for me to think we could be friends?